Genesis chapter 5, from verse 18 onwards. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Genesis chapter 5 from verse 18 onwards. Jared lived 162 years and begot Enoch. After he begot Enoch, Jared lived 800 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Jared were 962 years and he died. Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. I'm going to go back here again, and we will read. Verse 21 onwards, 2018 says, Enoch was born. 21 says, Enoch, when he was 65 years old, he had Methuselah. And after Methuselah was born, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. All the days of Enoch were 365 years. I'm going to go back and read as the Holy Spirit wants me to. Please just read with me and pay attention to every word that is here because each word will speak to you. Enoch lived, Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. Praise God. So Enoch was born, just like us, he was born as a human being. And he got married and he had a son. After he had Methuselah, something happened to him. Life before he was 65 and life after he was 65. There's a before and after for Enoch. 65 years he lived his life. The Bible doesn't talk much about the first 65 years, but we know one thing. After he had Methuselah, Enoch began to walk with God. He had a good amount where he walked with God for 300 years, before and after. Enoch had Methuselah, and after Methuselah was born, he had a direction change. He began to walk with God. Every day he walked with God. Does it say that, okay, Enoch walked with God. He had Methuselah and Enoch walked with God. After that, he had no children and he was on top of a mountain and his wife was crying and, and Methuselah was weeping and there, no word. Enoch went and Enoch forgot all his household responsibilities and there goes Enoch and he disappeared. That's not how it is. Enoch had Methuselah, but after that something happened. 
Enoch began walking with God. He had an encounter with this living God. He found out that I can actually talk with him every day. I can actually live with this God every day. You see a restoration here taking place. That which Adam and Eve lost in the Garden of Eden was discovered by Enoch. You know how God came looking for Adam and Eve every day at the cool of the day. He used to come and he used to talk to them and he used to walk with them. God looked forward to coming down every day to talk with Adam and Eve and to walk with them. Think about that. This God who made the heavens and the earth, how loving, how compassionate, and how much he wants to communicate with us, how much he wants to be with us. But now, not only Adam and Eve lost that companionship, God lost it. God lost it. And he was looking for someone will again walk with him, just like how Adam and Eve walked with him. There's this restoration of this relationship that took place as a human being. But Enoch understood that this God is not sitting somewhere. He's not somewhere sitting and saying, oh, bring me your sacrifices and bring me this lamb and, you know, bring me this and, and just, you know, treat me like a king. No, he's more than a father to us. He's more than a lover to us. He's more than a mother to us. He's more than a best friend to us. He's more than everything to us. And this God, even though he is all powerful and all majestic and all everything, the maker of heaven and earth, he wants to walk with us. Have you ever thought of it? We're so occupied and preoccupied with the things of this world. A lot of times we have leftover time for God. But Enoch was a very busy man. He had Methuselah. After he had Methuselah, he was not someone who said, Oh, I had a baby and now I'm going to be occupied and I'm so happy and morning, evening, you know, go to the farm or whatever, hunting and come home and baby and wife and baby and wife and, you know, and let me see how many animals I can get and how much I can build and I need to save up for my son and I need to save up for my family and I need to become richer than the next person. Enoch's direction changed completely than the rest of the world. This is the difference between those who lived during the times of Noah. All of a sudden, they got caught up with the things of the world. That was the biggest sin. They lived not knowing what was actually going to happen, what was coming their way. They didn't care even though someone said, hey, a flood is coming, flood is coming. They didn't even listen to that warning. But here is Enoch. He had children. He had a family. He had everything. He was not an an irresponsible dad and an irresponsible husband and and somebody who says, I'm meditating and I'm seeking God and so (laughs) I'll see you next year, wife, and I will see you next year, children. And he was not someone who had a, a terrible marriage and a terrible family life. No. You see, even though these are few verses, it has a lot in it. The Spirit of the Lord wants to speak to us today. You know, a person who really walks with God will be an excellent husband. A person who really walks with God will be an excellent wife. A person who really walks with God will be an excellent son. A person who really walks with God will be an excellent daughter. A person who really walks with God will be an excellent human being. You know why? They become a reflection of God himself. God is nothing short of excellence. 
He's the most excellent one. So when we have that communion with God, whatever we do shall prosper. He gives us that supernatural ability. You know, when it comes to time management, a lot of people suffer from time management. Not knowing how to manage their time. They say, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I have a hundred different things within 24 hours. Yes, we have 24 hours, but within the hundred different things, what must be done is important. Many times all hundred looks like number one priority when it's not. So that wisdom to knowing what needs to be done when comes from God. When we have that tight bond with God, we actually fulfill the will of God. How did Enoch live? We want to see that, and the Spirit of the Lord wants me to convey that into your spirits, that 2024, Lord, I want to live like Enoch. I want to live like Enoch. Not like the people during the times of Noah. Just, just ran around, work, 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 work. All they looked was down, work, work, work. <laughs> but they're not looking upwards at all. But God says, look at Enoch. Enoch lived 65 years and we got Methuselah. But after that 65, something happened. After today, something must happen in every single one of you. Something substantial should happen. And the next, how many ever, many years God has given to you must be like how Enoch lived. Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. Very important. Imagine how he would have raised them. Having walked with God. What a dad he would have been. What a husband he would have been. He had children while he was walking with God. That's why I said he was not living on some mountaintop. Saying that I am meditating and I am in contact with God. I'm walking with God. And the wife has to somehow come and say, do you need some food? And just say, oh, holy man. And stand somewhere else. No. While he walked with God, he was a husband. He was a good husband. He was a good father. And he had children. You see the blessing of God. He's walking with God. More babies are being born. They're raised for God. This is vision. A man who walks with God. Can you walk with God and cook? Can you walk with God and clean? Can you walk with God and do your daily activities? Walking with God is a question. Yes. Yes. It is very important. Every minute we need to be mindful of the presence of God. Every minute in 2024 we have to say, Lord, I want to be like Enoch. I want to walk with you. While I take care of whatever I need to take care of. The simple scripture if you can remember throughout 2024. Whatever you do, do it heartily unto God and not unto man. You know, when you do it unto man, you get like all upset over He didn't say thank you. He didn't look at me. Or they actually elbowed me. And they stepped on me. When we do everything unto God, nothing matters at all. You know what comes out of you? Only sweetness. All the time. You know, some people become really cranky. And even a manifestation of the devil themselves, after they sing hallelujah and speak in some tongues, and you know what is, what, what is the excuse? Stressed out. Pressure. What's inside comes out when you're under pressure. What is inside of you will come out when you're under pressure. So, what should be inside of you is the question. So when pressure comes, you will 
manifest the perfume that is inside of you if there is perfume inside of you. When pressure comes, if you have God's love inside of you, in the midst of that, what will come out? God's love. If hate is inside that you don't even know because you have masked it by occupying yourself with other things, and anger is inside, which has not been dealt with. When pressure comes, guess what will come out? Anger, hate, bitterness. When me, myself, and I is in sight, what happens when pressure comes? All of a sudden, that's what comes out. But when our focus is Jesus, when our focus is I am in communion with Jesus, and I will do what you say. I will do what you say. When our focus is God himself, when our focus is Jesus Christ himself, no matter what we do, we're going to do it unto him. It is for him. When our attitude, the spirit of the Lord is showing me right now, the main problem with people, inheriting the nature of Jesus is, the minds have not been fully surrendered over to God. The attitude shift that needs to take place never took place. You know, a lot of times it's like uh, one foot here and one foot there and one foot here and one foot there. Both your feet need to be in one place. The attitude shift comes when you really have faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. The finished work of Jesus Christ says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And that new creation is not a creation that has any kind of blemish in it. God's word says, God made man upright. How did he make him? Upright. And then man shows evil ways. So when God creates us in himself as a new creation, he makes us upright in him. The uprightness of God comes into us. But if we don't understand that, you can have an air conditioner in your house, right? Or heat in your house during winter. But if you don't turn it on, and you live as if you don't have AC, you don't turn it, you don't turn it on and live as if you don't have heat, who will suffer? Who will suffer? The air conditioner? No. We will suffer. God has done so much for us. It takes faith for us to say, if I turn it on, this will work and this is going to make the house warm or it's going to make the house cool, whatever it is. Depending on your faith, you're going to turn it on or you're not going to turn it on. If you don't, then you're not going to. You know, there's some people who are very afraid of using pressure cookers, right? You can do a lot of things with pressure cookers because they heard some story about some pressure cooker burst somewhere. They won't use pressure cookers. They won't let other people use pressure cookers. And they'll be sitting for hours together with something which could be done in 15 minutes. Many Christians are like that. Because of unbelief, they don't receive that which Christ has done for them already. You can live a happy life in the midst of turmoil. You can have the peace of God in you in the midst of chaos. That's how Jesus was. And that's how God's people were. That's how those who walked with God was. You know, that's one testimony that God has graciously given to me. By walking with God. No matter how the situation is, that crankiness will not be seen. Has, was not seen by God's grace and it's not because there's no crankiness in Jesus is there. No matter who gets 
who gets, uh, who tries to get you upset. They can't get you upset because there's nothing in there that can actually show up to show that carnal nature. They that are with Christ have crucified, have crucified everything that is not of Christ. When the job is done and you keep it there, then there's nothing of carnal nature that will show up. God is speaking to our hearts today. Whether it's temper, whether it's crankiness, whether it's, you know, some people will be very quick, they get upset, they will snap at people. Once they start snapping at people, everybody knows that mm, I can't go near them or be around them. And some people say, oh, I know she's tired. I know he's tired and that's why he's behaving this way. We make excuses, right? We try to accommodate. But at the same time, we have to know others can make excuses for us. But who's the loser? Who? We're the losers. Everybody can try to because some people become like the devil. Others around them say, we don't want to disturb peace in the house. So everybody will say, darling you, darling you, darling you, darling you, so that the peace can be maintained. But what happens actually? Who is the loser? Who's the loser? The person who is not, who has not given themselves over to the spirit of God. When the peace is gone, what Jesus said, my peace, I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. When God gives us that peace on the inside, nobody can take that peace unless we just give it away. Enoch was a man who walked with God for 300 years. If someone comes and tells you, well, hey, we are human beings, we cannot really walk with God, and you know, one day we'll be walking with God, and two days we'll walk with the devil, and third day with God, and fourth day we'll come and repent, and fifth day we'll walk, and sixth day, because we're all human beings. You know, when we'll actually walk with God, when we get to heaven, show them Genesis chapter 5. Well, this is Old Testament, by the way. And New Testament, we have more power. Enoch walked with God 300 years straight, and he walked so straight, he just went to be with God. He didn't even die. Think about that. Think about that. If you have a life like that, after today, you walk with God every day. Don't you want that? Every day. Every day. If someone comes and steps on you, what comes out is grape juice, sweet grape juice. If someone comes and squeezes you, what comes out is perfume. Man, what a testimony. Satan will scratch his head. Only he will bleed. Hard and hard. He'll say, no matter how I try to squeeze, it's only perfume and this perfume is bringing more people closer to Jesus. What can I do now? We need to be people like that. We need to be people like that. Walk with God daily. Enoch walked with God for 300 years. If we have 20 years left, 30 years left, 50 years left, 90 years left, maybe somebody can think I will live for 200 years, whatever it may be. <laughs> or like he not think that 300 years. How much ever time you have on the face of the earth. Can you say that beginning 2024, I am going to walk with God like how Enoch did. We want to desire that. We want that. Enoch walked with God. As he walked with God, he had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Methuselah would have seen 
his dad. His wife would have said, well, I saw how Enoch was before Methuselah was born. I see how Enoch is after Methuselah was born. Our family members should be able to testify there was a before and after. That before and an after, the mark of it has to be so distinct because of the impression of God upon us. The resemblance of Jesus Christ on our lives. You know, there are some people who come from different places, right? They come from different countries. With Where they grow up, especially when they're little and they grow up, their accent is completely different. The way they behave is completely different. When you look at them, they look like, you know, from some other place. But when they open their mouth and speak, they speak like the local people there. Because they were conformed to everything that was there because they were living there for so long. Even though they came from somewhere. Even though we are born in this world with flesh, bones, and blood. And we as human beings, because of Adam, carry this in nature. But we have an option here. Just like an adopted child from somewhere, from Vietnam or China or India or somewhere, they come over here and you bring them here, two years old, three years old, they just grow up to be an American. Everything changes. They don't even remember their language. That's it. We as people of God, once we become the children of God, citizens of heaven, if we hang out with heaven, if we live in that glory realm, our vocabulary changes, our accent changes, our mannerism changes, everything about us changes. And at that point, there's no resemblance of anything from that place, except we are human beings. But when we see him, we shall be like him. That's a whole different thing, glorified body. But in this human body, can we live like God on earth, like Jesus Christ, God the Son? Yes, we can. He wants us to, God wants us to. God wants us to be like him. Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. He so pleased God. What happened? God said, let's go. You don't even have to die, Enoch. Let's go. And God took him. God had a plan you know, for him. God is speaking to us today. In 2024, have this resolve. See, you cannot accomplish anything without having a goal. And a lot of people have a whole bunch of goals. Some people write 10 things. New Year's resolution, and at the end of the year, if they would have actually done one, it's an achievement. And most of the time, I think they will all start, oh, one, two, three, four, like, but I think by the third day itself, it'll be like they'll lose their fervor. God is saying this. One thing you want to focus is walking with God. Walking with God. Everything else will follow. Everything else will follow. When you are walking with God, the nature of Jesus Christ will flow through you. We don't have to sweat over anything. We don't have to manufacture anything. It actually flows from Jesus into you. Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. I'm going to take you to one more scripture as the Holy Spirit wants me to. And just read this. Hebrews 11, verse 5. 
By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. This is New International Version. New Living Translation I'm going to read. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. Well, nobody needs to worry uh, thinking that, oh, if I please God, suddenly, you know, I may disappear. <laughs> First, please God. <laughs> and when you please God, you want to be with him. So, by faith, English Standard Version, by faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. How did Enoch live? 300 years of pleasing God. God was so pleased with him. I mean, a life that never faced death is a very glorious life. Because going through death is a journey in itself. He pleased God so much, God said, you know what? You don't even have to taste that. In the Old Testament, in the New Testament, Jesus overcame death for us. But in the Old Testament... God said, Enoch, you please me so much, I'll take that. The taste of death from you. That's how much God loved Enoch. God is speaking to our hearts today. Enoch's walk with God for 300 years was so pleasing to God. He had babies, he did his work. He was a good father, good husband. And he was a good son to God. He pleased God. Imagine how his children would have been. Imagine how his wife would have been. The whole family being led by this man who walked with God every day. We should never say I'm walking with God and walking with God and I'm a man of God and woman of God walking with God and then explode. Have explosions. If you have any explosion, it has to be revival explosions. Not carnal nature. God is speaking to our hearts. As we're going to close in a few minutes. I want you to truly seek God for this. One prayer you want to pray all throughout this year. Lord, let me become like Enoch. Let me please you like Enoch. By faith, he made contact with this God of heaven. By faith, he knew that he exists. He who comes to God must believe that he is. He exists. I want to make contact with him. And every time he prayed, he knew that he is there. And because he made contact with God by faith, he started experiencing God. God started speaking to him. And now God is speaking. He is talking to him. God is talking to him. And you know what? It's not like he's talking. I'm listening. He's talking. No, no, no. Whatever he said, Enoch did. He pleased God. He believed that this God, when he says, he means business. When he says, he loves me. When he says, it's good for me. So when we have that mentality, that my time with God it's only going to build me up. You know, there are some people say, oh, don't pray too much. I'm praying too much. You know, it's going to make you more religious and after that life will become boring. You know, who says that? Lucifer. Lucifer will say that. Some people say, oh, don't pray, pray, pray all the time. If you pray all the time, then you won't do your schoolwork and, and uh, close your Bible. Don't read all the time. Then you're going to fail in all the exams. You need to study when you study, pray when you pray. There are people who say those things. But people who don't want to study and have the Bible around to show themselves as religious, will fail. But people who truly seek God, you know what God will do? 
he'll speak to you and, and he'll say, now it's time to go take your book and do your schoolwork. When you really follow God, God will actually order your steps. He will tell you when to do what and you will succeed in life. There won't be chaos. When God is your leader, he will tell you when to do what. God will never rob you of that which is good for you. God will actually give you more than you can ask or imagine. The more we spend time with God, the more we will prosper. I'm going to close with this scripture. Someone. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now, before we finish that, you have a few more scriptures underneath that. Meditates on the word of God. So I'm going to put these two together as the Holy Spirit wants me to. So I'm going to say the scripture like this. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, but walks in the counsel of God. Now stands in the way of sinners. Right? Instead of standing in the way of sinners, he is standing in the way of the Lord. Now sits in the seat of the scornful. Instead of sitting in the seats of the scornful, he's sitting in the seats of the righteous. Delighting in the law of the Lord. When God's word becomes his priority, you know what God says? Whatever he does shall prosper. Be a good husband. Hundred. Be a good wife. A hundred. Be a good dad. A hundred. Be a good mom. A hundred. Be a good citizen. A hundred. And before God, you score hundred. You know why? Because you are in contact with the source of heaven. His perfection himself. And there's joy in the presence of the king. God says this. The kingdom of God is made up of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. When you are in Christ, your life will not be boring. It will be full of joy. When you are in Christ, you will have peace, the real peace. When you are in Christ, we have everything that God has for us. And our family life will be so different. Yes, we will have trouble. We will have difficulties. But you know what? From there comes testimonies. God is speaking to our hearts today. As we stand up together at this hour and tell the Lord, Lord, if Enoch can, through your grace I can. If he walked with God for 300 years, Lord, if you, if you have me 30 years on this earth, Lord, let me walk with you. Let my life Father, have this testimony. As Enoch had this testimony that he pleased God and he walked with God. Let me have this testimony, Lord, that the next 30 years, or next 20 years, or next 10 years, or next 5 years, or next 50 years, or next 60 years, how many ever years are left, Father? Let me have this testimony that I was different, hallelujah. That I walked with God, hallelujah. Wherever I go, in my workplace, at home, whatever I touch, let it prosper because of me walking with you, hallelujah. Let me have this testimony from heaven. Let me have this testimony from earth. Let me have this testimony even from hell saying that, oh, this is the person who walks with God almighty, hallelujah. When you walk with God, you have power from God, hallelujah. You have power with God, hallelujah. All of heaven will stand with you wherever you go, hallelujah. The army of God will be with you. Elisha said when his servant said, Master, you see all these people, all these armies, all these forces, they're coming after us. Oh, Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of my servant. Let him see what I'm seeing, hallelujah. 
the servant was not able to see what the prophet of God was saying. Oh, all of heaven with us. When we are with God, all of heaven is with us. Hallelujah. Enoch walked with God. God wants to walk with you. In this 2024, God wants to walk with you. Hallelujah. This God of heaven and earth who walked with Adam and Eve. He's saying, in this New Testament period, there are many people who are not walking with God. God says, I want to give you that experience. I want to walk with you. Do you want to walk with me? Hallelujah. Do you want to have a life that says, this person walked with God? Hallelujah. For the rest of their lives, they walked with God. Hallelujah. They pleased God so much. They pleased God so much that God delighted in them. Hallelujah. And whatever they touched prospered. Hallelujah. Whatever they touched prospered. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Take a few minutes in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God is moving in our midst. Tell the Lord, Oh, Lord Jesus, let me be like Enoch. If Enoch got a testimony from you, Lord, let me get a testimony from you, Lord, that the remaining of my life, Lord, let it be pleasing to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, tell the Lord, tell the Lord. Hallelujah. Let my life become a sweet fragrance to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, Lord, let me have this testimony. Ask God, ask God. Tell the Lord, I want this testimony. I want this testimony that Enoch had. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Hallelujah. To ask for these things. God loves prayers like these. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Take a few more minutes in the presence of God. We're in the presence of God. As we heard yesterday, when Hannah prayed, poured out her heart before the Lord, God heard it. Hallelujah. When you're in the house of God, when you pray, whatever you utter in the presence of God, our God hears it. Hallelujah. He hears it. So ask Him at this hour. Ask Him at this hour. This is a pleasing prayer when we say, Lord, I want to please you. Make me a person who will please you, Jesus. Lord, make me like Enoch. Let me have a testimony that my life after a certain point, Lord, after after December, Lord, after January, Lord, first 2024, Father, oh, this is a life, a life, entire life that pleased God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, let me have the testimony, tell the Lord, let me have the testimony, hallelujah, let me have the testimony, Jesus, thank you, Father, thank you, Lord, that I may walk with you day and night, hallelujah, oh, thank you, Father, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Father. Father in heaven, I come before your throne of grace. Thank you for your word that you have spoken, Lord. Thank you for your people who are here. Lord, each and every single one, you have brought them by your spirit into your presence, Father. Oh Lord, I pray for your hand to be placed upon them at this hour. All those who are sincerely asking you, Lord, make me like Enoch, I pray. Let the desire burn and continue to increase in them in the name of Jesus. Lord, let it not just fade away, Father. Lord, I pray. Lord, work in them. Every single day, I pray. Let the desire to become, oh Father, a pleasing vessel to God. Oh, let this desire to commune with God day and night. Increase in them, Father, that they may become people of God who will receive a testimony, good testimony from God. Good testimony from their families. Good testimony at their workplaces. Good testimony, Lord, all around. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, the people around them. Oh, may know that. Oh, this is a person who walks with God. Hallelujah. Under every pressure. Oh, we see Jesus in them. Hallelujah. I pray, Holy Spirit, that the Spirit of the living God do a deeper work, deeper work, deeper work in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Touch every single one here, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As they go home, Father, may the love of Christ, oh, constrain them, Father. Constrain them, Lord. Constrain them, Lord, to 
living a life that is pleasing to God. Hallelujah. Oh, that they may walk with you. Every day they may walk with you. Oh, let them walk with you, Father. Let them walk with you, Father. As you are coming, Father, looking to see who you can walk with every single day. You're coming to see who you can give heavenly experiences. You're coming to see who you can take to the glory realm. I pray, may every single one here, Father, Lord, become eligible for that by having the desire. Hallelujah. Oh, by asking you, Father, let me become like Enoch. Hallelujah. Let me become like Enoch. Out of all the people in this generation, he chose to walk with God and God chose to walk with him. Hallelujah. Oh, may your people here choose to walk with you, Lord, and thereby you walk with them, Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as your servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God. I bless your people at this hour, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that they may have unique experiences with God Almighty by walking with the Lord God Almighty uprightly in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that the passion of God, the Father, become their passion in Jesus' name, or that their hearts may long to please the Father in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, or that every bondage of the enemy, Lord, from 2023 be broken in Jesus' name. Lord, every hindrance that Satan is placing, oh Father, every roadblock I'm seeing be broken, be removed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that they may have a steady prayer life. Lord, throughout the day, they may connect with you, Father. Lord, that their minds be, Lord, set upon the living God. Hallelujah. Lord, that their eyes be upon the living God. Hallelujah. That their desires be on the living God. Hallelujah. I pray, Heavenly Father. Oh, let a change take place at this hour. Let a change take place at this hour. At the root level, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, from the eternal wellspring of life. Hallelujah. May the wealth of the living water fall upon your people at this hour. In in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Receive it right now in Jesus' name. Receive it right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. May the river of the Almighty God flood the souls of your people. Hallelujah. Oh, let it flood the souls of your people in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let it flood the souls of your people in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth with a longing and a yearning to walk with God. Hallelujah. Oh, so that God can come and walk with them every day. Hallelujah. Throughout the day, maybe they walk with you. Throughout the night, they may walk with you. Even in their sleeping hours, let their hearts connect with you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, even while they're sleeping, Lord, may the Spirit of God commune with them, Father, may they receive revelations from the living God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I bless your people, Father, on this first day of 2024, as you serve and I bless your people, Father, oh, with heavenly blessings in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, oh, that they may walk with you as Enoch walked with the living God, thank you, Heavenly Father. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for doing this. We give you all the glory. Give you all the honor. Give you all the praise. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good Jesus. Good Jesus. Jesus. Praise you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. It's a wonderful Jesus. word. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, Father. Giving us this wonderful word, Lord, in the first of this year. Jesus. To set the tone, Father, for the rest Jesus. of the year, rest of our lives. Hallelujah. To walk by faith, not by sight. To walk by faith and please God. Have a testimony from the living God. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Jesus. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit, rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Yeah, get you.